0: Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, IBM develops a new type of brain-inspired chip. IBM and Cornell University scientists have developed a new kind of processor that, they say, uses very little power but can conduct computations that today's high-powered computers can't perform. The prototype TrueNorth chip, which uses an approach called neuromorphic, or cognitive computing, uses interconnected systems of transistors designed to function much like a brain's neurons. The researchers say this architecture's ability to perform complex analysis could enable the processor to recognize patterns in the inputs it receives, something today's systems are not good at this could help with tasks such as image recognition or enabling robots to perform complex actions with traditional computer chips a transistor can directly influence only the next transistor to which it's wired this limits its capabilities it's possible to program the processor's software to exhibit neuron-like behavior but the incompatible hardware architecture makes the approach inefficient True North has 4,000 cores, each with communications hardware and circuitry that behaves like a set of neurons. The circuitry acts like one million programmable neurons that can establish 256 million connections among themselves. Today's computer chips can conduct billions of calculations per second. The True North's many circuits aren't as fast, but they handle calculations in parallel allowing the chip to offer high performance. While the True North has 5.4 billion transistors, it consumes only 70 milliwatts of energy. Today's computer chips have 1.4 billion transistors, but consume far more power, 35 to 140 watts. The researchers say their system could scale, perhaps enough to create a neural supercomputer. Some experts have said the chip design is too limited to be as useful as other approaches and hasn't been sufficiently tested. IBM has not said whether and when it might make the chip available commercially. Our second story is researchers list most hackable cars. Two security researchers, noting that as cars become increasingly computerized, they become more susceptible to cyber attacks have compiled a list of the most hackable vehicles. Charlie Miller, a Twitter platform services engineer, and Chris Velasik, Director of Vehicle Security Research with vendor IO Active, rated 20 vehicles by looking at their technical configurations. According to them, the most hackable were the 2014 Jeep Cherokee, 2015 Cadillac Escalade, and 2014 Toyota Prius, while the hardest to hack were the 2014 Honda Accord, 2014 Dodge Viper, and 2014 Audi A8. Their report said the Jeep Cherokees and Escalade's applications, Bluetooth system, and wireless communications share a network with the engine controls, steering, brakes, and tire pressure monitor. The Prius's radio and Bluetooth systems share a network with the steering, brakes, anti-pressure monitor. This lets hackers connect to vehicles via external communication systems and then exploit network flaws to attack essential car operations with potentially disastrous effects. Network flaws could occur if, for example, a driver unknowingly downloads a virus-infected application to a smartphone and then connects it to the car's Bluetooth system. Miller and Velasik said that the Audi A8 is one of the safer vehicles because its wireless communication system is on a different network than the computers that control its essential automotive operations. And, they noted, the Dodge Viper is more secure because it's primarily built for speed and has fewer computer-driven systems. They say the researchers' goal was to let people know about the least secure cars and encourage automakers to make changes. Several of the companies mentioned in the report defended their vehicles, saying that they include many cybersecurity features, including some Miller and Velasik didn't know about because they haven't been publicly reported. Our final story is, Federal Judge Rejects Settlement in Silicon Valley Collusion Lawsuit. A U.S. District Court judge has rejected a settlement in a wage-fixing collusion lawsuit involving Silicon Valley employers, including Apple and Google, saying the proposed $324.5 million in damages is too low. Judge Lucy Cole of the Northern District of California in San Jose said her ruling was based on a related settlement in another wage-fixing case last year. In that case, the Lucasfilm movie production company, the Pixar Animation Studio, and the Intuit business software firm settled last year with plaintiffs for a combined $20 million. The current suit alleges that executives of four firms, Adobe Systems, Apple, Google, and Intel, concocted a plan to not hire each other's employees to reduce their need to pay more money to keep workers from leaving. The original class action lawsuit covered roughly 65,000 people who worked for the companies between 2005 and 2010. The firms decided to settle, and the two sides agreed on a $324.5 million payment. However, Coe ruled that the total should be on scale with last year's settlement and thus should be at least $380 million. The plaintiffs originally sought $3 billion in damages at trial, which would have been tripled under antitrust law if the suit was successful. Intel said that it's disappointed that the court has rejected preliminary approval of an agreement that was negotiated over many months. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.